Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast Por Tu Bien with Cynthia Larcon and Savailene. Um, so today's episode 3 and I did my usual poll on Instagram and the topic that won today was boundaries. Um, boundaries. boundaries. Um, it's just kind of funny because I feel like me and Cindy are both kind of working, or not working on, we how do you say like we've just recently been kind of dealing with our boundaries, boundaries being literally pushed pushed yes um and Jesus. not just with one thing i think it's been with a lot of things with relationships with with our families with um just a bunch of different stuff in our lives so i think it's gonna be pretty cool to just talk to you guys about this and um i think i'm in a place in life where i'm holding out my boundaries super strong and I don't know. I feel like that's one of the most important things to me right now is just making sure that I feel that people respect the boundaries that I'm putting up. I think our time and energy is like so important and boundaries are a reason or something that we should acknowledge and keep in mind because people only go as far as you take them. So if you don't start telling them what you fuck with and what you don't fuck with, what you like and what you don't like, I mean, it's common sense on some things, but also you should be able to speak up because not everybody can read minds and not everybody comprehends the way you think Mm -hmm. so that's something that i had to learn when creating boundaries because i've had a lot of conversation with a lot of people that say that they i can't expect them to know what i'm thinking and so even though in my head i'm very mindful of others and i like to like think if i were in their shoes i wouldn't be doing this but i also gotta understand that not all people think like that so i like when creating boundaries you also have to be very like you have to speak on how you're feeling and what you want to do about it and all that stuff so that's one of the most challenging parts about boundaries in my opinion mm-hmm. um i feel like i've i've had two really big like awe moments in my life with both my family and relationships like with my family um i really had to <laughs> this bitch just um I, I, with my family, I really had to create boundaries in a way where um, I was the only child. I grew up pretty religious, and they kind of just expected me to fit in this mold. And I started having to really move out and start creating boundaries. Like, no, you don't have a say in this, or um, no, you can't know this, or that's actually none of your business. Like, of course, like I care a lot about my parents, and I think they're good parents, but a lot of the times when you grow up in a latino household they are kind of expected especially as a woman as a daughter you're kind of expected to just be completely open to them they need to know everything and they need to have a hand in every part of your life and it's really hard to start putting up those boundaries but it's very necessary definitely i feel like being the oldest daughter in the latino household your boundaries are really pushed especially when you're a first gen because i feel like my parents well they 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 didn't know 100 percent english growing up so i had to be the one signing their papers i had to be the ones translating so they almost started relying on me and started using me as like a tactic that was like oh do this and do that and at first like don't get me wrong i love to help my parents but it got to the point where it was more like 
they started they knew that they could do stuff but since they were so used to having me there that they expected me to just drop everything and do it for them and don't get me wrong when family comes in you should definitely help them but it was to the point where it's like if you don't do this for me then do this and do that and like i started facing consequences over things that i didn't even start so my boundaries were definitely pushed with my family and also like not being able to live my life a certain way because I'm a certain role model. And so, like, they didn't understand that, like, people mess up. But I didn't have no choice but to be perfect. And there was, like, no respect for what I did. They always try to look for stuff. Always try to find something to correct in me because nothing was, like, perfect. It almost felt like I had to do something in order to get something and there was no boundaries no respect because like i was just their little leaning post whenever they needed something they would come get it what i was just the one person in the family that everybody went to when they needed something like knocking on my door bringing it down forcing me to do something even though i'm in the middle of something myself and they were like i don't care because since i was little they would always make me do something and then in relationships too i felt like i would give 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 because i was so used to giving in my family i didn't know how to distinguish when to stop and when i would give too much they almost got used to it so when i expected it back because i thought that everybody thought that you know when you give 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 you would receive 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 but that's not how it works you're supposed to establish what you want and then again i repeated that cycle in my household that i did with my relationships which i learned the hard way (laughs) i think one big moment that made me realize i needed to put up boundaries was in like my last relationship i didn't have a lot of boundaries but there was one thing that i told him that i didn't want to do and that was give him a key to my house and I remember we would always argue about it and he would be like, you don't actually care about me if I don't have a key to your house. And I would tell him like, dude, we've known each other for five or six months. My house is my safe space. That's where I go to, you know, if if I invite you over, if you want to come over, that's one thing. But, you know, we haven't been together that long. I don't know you that well. Mm-hmm. And like guys hate when you tell them that you don't know them that well. And it's true. Like you, you really don't know someone. They're showing you the best parts of you like the first like eight months even like a year a year yeah. yeah like they're showing you the best parts of you and i remember just this person just had a way to get what they wanted out of me and we one day we just had like a four hour non-stop argument about it to the point where i started crying and i remember just like three days later i just went to go get the key made and i gave it to him he was like so happy like he had never been that happy he was like oh my god like thank you like you're so sweet like blah 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 it was like low-key kind of manipulative i don't know if he like meant it to be like that but it really was for me honestly and then i just felt super uncomfortable feeling like i didn't have that space for me to just be alone and to wind down and make and know that i was like safe in Mm -hmm. um and like obviously like if you're with someone for a long time or you move in together or you out of your own like heart decide to do that i feel like it's different but i that's when i realized like I need to like put my foot down if I don't if I have a boundary or I have something that I don't like I need to start telling people because like I feel like men can sense when you're not strong-minded and you're not going to put your foot down and they really start trying to take advantage of you yeah another uh, like I when I had my awe moment in the re- in the relationship was when like 
I remember I was driving. Well, no, I wasn't driving, but I was in the passenger. And, uh, like, he had said something that bothered me. And so I kind of looked at him. And every time he would say something that would bother me, I would dismiss it. Because, if we know, I, I, don't, I don't really like to argue like that. Or, like, I don't, it's not that I even like to argue. I just felt like I wanted to appreciate the time we had. But that bothered me so much that I turned around and I was like, do you ever think that the, the shit you say, like, like bothers people? And then he looked at me and he was like, what are you talking about? And then I explained to him that it bothered me. And then he looked at me and he was like, I mean, if you would have told me the first time, then I wouldn't have continued it. But since I don't know what you like and what you don't like, it's not my fault that I made you uncomfortable. And I was like, Jesus, like, it's true. Like, I mean, he looked at me and he was like, how was I supposed to know it bothered you? You should have told me. Now we're in this awkward position because you never told me that something bothered you. And now I have to change basically how I joke and stuff like that because you don't like the way I talk. And I'm like, that's true. Like, I should have, I should have spoke up the first time when it bothered me instead of the 11th time. Yeah. I think that we just... I mean, there's two sides to it. Like, you can't expect people to know. But obviously, I feel like there's a lot of people... I don't even necessarily think you're a bad person if you do this. But I think some people do it without noticing. They kind of test your boundaries a little bit. Like, they'll do things that they know probably a lot of people wouldn't like. But they Mm kind of just start poking you and seeing how far you'll go. Or, Mm -hmm. like, what kind of person you are. Yeah. I know that... that, um it goes, yeah, it does because I've caught people trying to test my boundaries. I think I even did it once and I caught myself and I was like, hey, like, don't be doing stuff you don't want done to you. Like, don't be doing that. Because I feel like that's how disrespect starts. Like, they, like, I remember one time I was sitting with one of my, my older cousins and she told me, I never cuss at my husband. I don't care. I don't even call him stupid. And I was like, why don't you call him stupid? And she's like, that's crossing boundaries. I start with stupid one day and we call each other stupid. What happens when stupid isn't offensive anymore? And I was like, oh, crap. Like, she's like, yeah, it starts getting deeper and deeper to the point where it just starts hitting. Like, abuse starts a little bit. She's like, don't even cross that line. I don't call my husband stupid because I think stupid's offensive. If I find something that I need to tell him, I'll go and I'll walk away and I'll come back because there's going to be one day where I keep using that word and that word isn't going to hurt and I'm going to look for a deeper one and then that deeper one isn't going to hurt and I'm going to look for deeper and deeper and deeper. And I thought that was really, really smart when she told me that and that was really deep because she doesn't want to cross boundaries because that's how it starts, like a domino effect. Mm-hmm. And I was that's like, so damn. True. I feel like you can get in a toxic relationship really fast by ignoring each other's boundaries. And I think yeah, it, it's... It, it's not i wouldn't say awkward it's definitely weird to just sit someone down and establish all your boundaries at once but i feel like low-key it's needed like this yeah, is the is. shit that i don't want you to do because it's gonna make me feel like shit or this is the stuff that i don't want you to take advantage of me for like i feel like even financially both me and you have been uh, our boundaries tested like yeah. I've dated men where, like, the first, like, four or five months, they would pay for everything, and then they would start noticing that, oh, she makes, I think she makes more money than me, or, um, and, and they kind of start noticing, and they start testing, like, okay, I'll let her pay this once, which I'm, I'm fine with paying, like, half the time or whatever, um, 
but once they'll they'll really start watching and seeing like if you'll do stuff and then they'll be like okay how far can i go without paying for anything and then they'll notice it's like a long time and they'll just let you keep doing it until the point where they're like well i didn't know you didn't like it and it's like well it's kind of obvious you're taking advantage of someone you know yeah it is because when you start thinking of ways to you know you're being like how do i say this you know you're testing people's boundaries when you start thinking about yourself instead of someone else. Um, for example, when you, like the paying thing, when you start thinking, okay, maybe I can get away with this, maybe I can get away with this. No, uh-uh. Don't be doing stuff you don't want to be done to you. That's my number one rule because I don't like to be treating people the way I don't like to be treated. And the minute I feel like I'm treating someone the way I don't feel like they treat me, I, I, I think I need a dip because I don't want to become that person, that, that manipulative-ass person or something that... It just isn't me. I feel like it brings out an ugly in you when you're in a relationship where you're just trying to find who can do something better or who has the upper hand. It just it should flow. It shouldn't be like trying to bring someone down or push anybody's boundaries. Um, I think you could definitely... We should look at it the other way as well. Like, for example, you could be dating a guy who tells you like, my boundary is like you speaking to any guy like that like i like you could also have boundaries that exceed like what's normal if that makes sense yeah yeah. and obviously like if something like that happens i feel like it's important to sit with the person and be like okay where is this stemming from this boundary yeah and then kind of compromising and being like i'm not you know i'm not gonna flirt with guys i'm not gonna hang out with other guys alone but if there happens to be like one of my guy friends at a group like function or something like that's different and yeah i think it's okay to sit someone down and compromise or, or talk about things but it but obviously you should always respect people because people People have different boundaries for different reasons. They have different traumas. And people have different traumas and stuff that they've been through. And sometimes they really need that reassurance instead of you dismissing, like, the boundaries that they put up. Most definitely. I think you're right on that. I also think that when boundaries, um, for example, there was, I was in um, a relationship where I couldn't wear certain things because he didn't like how people would stare at me in public or um he would always seem like and it was rooted in his insecurities and like you know when you're young you're naive you don't really pay attention to that but i feel like boundaries like that are not okay because you should you should sit with somebody and you should like try to talk about it and see like how you can help it but I didn't see myself compromising the way I dressed because he didn't like the way that they looked at me. I think he needed to maybe go deeper and maybe go to therapy or something that really helped him because now he was dragging me and making me insecure mm-hmm. because I didn't want to make him mad. And I think sometimes it's okay to not agree with your partner. If, mm-hmm. if there's really like these core things that are important to you and to your partner it's not, it's fine to just like come to a compromise that you're just not made for each other if to you it's like so important that like you only hang out with each other and like you're all about each other and you yeah very (laughs) and you don't really go out with other people and stuff like that um then find somebody that feels that way you know but i think that's why it's important to establish these things with the person you're talking to because sometimes it's not even that one of them's a bad person maybe you guys just think completely different and you just need to f- look elsewhere. Yeah, you need to find somebody that's compatible with you. 
because mm-hmm. I mean, if you can't find somebody who wants to be like a homebody with you, then definitely don't look for the party person because that party person is you're, you're, you're already setting yourself up with arguments unless they completely change for you and they want to stay home for you don't set yourself up for that because you're setting yourself up for failure find somebody who has common interests with you they're going to want to stay home with you because that's what they like to do if you don't like to party at all don't meet your husband at the club like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally um but yeah I've, have you felt like you needed to put up any boundaries with friendships most definitely I've had to drop a lot of friends. I think I've dropped maybe 99% of my friendships. (laughs) 90% of my friendships. Damn, over boundaries? Yeah, over boundaries and disrespect. Mm -hmm. I think they go hand in hand. Yeah. Because I don't feel like... I feel like friendships should be genuine. Obviously, there should be some sort of like benefit where they're like, I help you and you help me. It shouldn't be like a one-way but I feel like people are going to cross, try to cross your boundaries and friendship to see what they can get out of you. Mm. Like whether it's um, like sometimes I felt like I've only been hit up for favors. Like it's been like so long or like they'll only hit me up for something and they'll, they don't even care to not make it obvious. Like they'll just be like, wah, 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 wah. or like they'll like be like, oh, what are you doing? Or like th- just like. Or try to like find drama or something like that and it was really hard for me at first because i really did care for the, the, all those people that i dropped at one point in my life but it was like it was hurting me at the end of the day because i felt like well is this what a, this this is what i'm made for i guess just like having no friends and stuff like that and it wasn't that it was i was the problem it was just that i was messing with the wrong circle of people or they just weren't like I feel like a lot of times you attract like your childhood as well. If you feel like everyone around you didn't like respect your boundaries, you're going to end up dating people or being around a lot of people that don't respect your boundaries. But once you start exuding that like confidence and that like, like putting your foot down, like you're going to attract the right like type of people or people will treat you different as well. Yeah. Cause there was a minute where when I had like, I dropped everything, I dropped, my relationship i dropped my friendships i dropped everything i just felt like i didn't belong anywhere i felt like everywhere i went i just felt like an estorbo or like i just didn't fuck with the vibe so like yeah it was lonely like it was pretty lonely because it sucked you know but at the end of the day like it didn't matter because i told myself i'd rather be by myself here and feeling contempt and knowing that i'm trying at least than sitting in a room where I feel like I'm the only one that doesn't belong. Because sitting in a room where you feel like you almost have to change yourself or like you feel like que te manden hacer las cosas. Like for example, like go buy this or go do this or go do that. Like you almost felt like the little butler of the group because you didn't establish your boundaries and you didn't say like, hey, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Or like, or that that's where I messed up and stuff like that sucks. So I had no choice but, you know, like let it go and find and establish my boundaries in the beginning with friends. And if they didn't respect them, drop them and move on and find other friends. Mm-hmm. And that was like my biggest lesson. But like I said, I didn't, I wasn't afraid to be alone because I'd rather be alone than feel like I was somewhere i didn't belong what about you um i would say one of my biggest even what i'm working on now is creating boundaries with like my employees and the people i work with i think a lot of times like 
whether you have your own team or even if you just have a regular job it's kind of hard to go in and you know you're around these people every day you want them to be your friend yeah but at the end of the day in a professional environment you can't treat someone the way that you would outside of work that's just your homie like i think a lot of times where i really really fucked up was i started my business and i i just wanted to be everybody's friend like we were all around the same age and you know i would tell them all about my life and we would joke around all day and i just realized like i can't do that like even though people are not bad people they're not gonna see you in the way that that you need to be seen um Mm -hmm. so now i'm i'm still really really nice to my team and stuff but i definitely hold back a lot more now like you guys don't need to know everything that's going on in my personal life or like for example like if i was late to work i would come in and i'd be like sorry guys like this happened in the morning and this is going on in my personal life and i'm fighting with my boyfriend and i would tell them like everything and like yeah like they would understand and stuff like that but as time went on they they didn't see that line like that line started to get blurred and they just saw me as one of them and even if they didn't mean to they started to like disrespect me and they started to not take me seriously and uh, a lot of the times especially in professional environments you need to make sure to always take a step back and realize like this is a professional environment i need these people to see me a certain way i don't need them to be um you know taking advantage of me or or i even i just don't need them to be seeing me as something that shouldn't like be seen in that moment if that makes sense yeah it makes sense it makes sense because like when you're in the boss you should have a level of respect it's just that's what it is and when you don't have all that level of respect the lines get blurred and so it almost becomes like well if you don't come into work early why do i have to come in early work early but you but you set that standard because you were trying you were wanting to be their friend instead of their boss Mm -hmm. and that's what sucks which is something that i think we all have boundaries that we need to work on most definitely Latino households, relationships, friendships. There's different criterias, but at the end of it, it's just respect. Mm -hmm. Respect is, like, number one. I think you should be able to respect somebody, and if you don't know what makes them comfortable or not, let's say you're the other person, ask them. Mm -hmm. I like to be asked. Or even as a person yourself, like, maybe you don't even really know what your boundaries are. I think you should take a step back and even write down, like, what makes me uncomfortable that my family does? Um, I hate that they ask me questions about this or I hate that they make me do this and then sit down and maybe do another tab about relationships what makes me uncomfortable in a relationship or with friendships or at work and then have those core boundaries that you make sure that you communicate to people hey I don't like when like let's say you have a job and um, they just expect you to like whoever doesn't have a right that day expects you to take them home after work because you're like the nice one that takes everyone home like let's say that that's starting to bother you then you can start telling people like hey um makes me uncomfortable that i'm the only person that takes people home um you could say things respectfully yeah but a lot of the times when you don't when you don't establish what your boundaries are and you don't communicate them you're gonna end up resenting people Mm -hmm. that maybe don't even need to be resented a lot of times you know we're grown-ups if you communicate in a nice way to someone what's bothering you they'll probably change that yeah and you'll be and if they don't change it then there you go now you know somebody that needs to be removed out of your life because they obviously do not respect you yeah and they don't respect you and i also think that you should be able to not almost fantasize or like have high expectations because 
that's one thing I recently learned is don't set expectations on something. Just because you do something doesn't mean that they'll do it back. Mm-hmm. Don't expect it. Um, those are the my biggest crash and burns because I feel like I do this, this, and this, and this. Why don't I get it back? Well, it's because they're not you. They're not you. They don't feel the same way as you. They don't think the same way as you. So stop setting these expectations and start communicating. And a lot of times you have to make sure that you're with somebody that's as like emotionally intelligent as you or is as mature as you. Because yeah. I've noticed in the past I've dated guys that they were just in a different point in their life. And I would literally try to sit them down and communicate with them and be like, hey, this is my boundaries. Please stop crossing it. And they almost don't understand what a boundary is. They're like, what do you mean? Like, it's not a big deal. And like, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah. when you grow up, you realize that everybody's different. And like we said, everybody's gone through different shit. Everybody like has things that trigger them. And yep. as an adult, you have to really sit there and be like, my partner does not like this. So either I'm going to stop doing it because I love them or I really think it's out of pocket. But I'm going to sit down with them and compromise and find the root of what this is stemming from. Yeah, because if that person genuinely cares for you, they're going to try to find um, something to meet you in the middle with if they really don't want to leave it all. But like when you care about somebody, you at least take that step forward in communicating. Mm -hmm. So that's why I definitely learned that what's not yours is just not meant for you. And like what like like, no, don't set your expectations. Don't expect to get into something and treat somebody a certain way like if you buy a thousand gifts for somebody don't expect them to get you a thousand gifts mm-hmm. like if you're lunch there's also different types of love languages that we're going to speak on later on mm-hmm. but like that just like a little brush over too that's why um i'm big on like communication with boundaries as well i like to communicate i like to speak my mind a lot i feel like speaking my mind has made my life a little bit easier because then I, I'm able to see, okay, this person can take this from me, this person can't, so I should just leave this person. Because I feel like I used to hide myself and I used to be like, well, if I say this and this and this might come off and this and this and that. Obviously say it in a respectful way, don't disrespect anybody, but communicate. Because if you're not communicating and you're already hiding the way you feel, you're already messing up because you're already hiding a part of yourself. You should be with somebody that makes you comfortable enough to be like, hey, this, this and this is bothering me we need to talk about it or we need to leave it's that simple communication is key that's something that i feel like i've gotten out of my shell since being your friend is i used to hate confrontation and i think it stemmed a lot from from that relationship where i couldn't really speak my mind like i got way more closed off because i remember before him i was like always telling people what the fuck i didn't like like i would date guys and i would be like i don't like this this and that i would make them a fucking list and i'd be like this is the shit that pisses me off like you don't respect me because of these four things like i need you to change this or we really need to talk about it like i was so communicative and then sometimes you go through a relationship that's like somebody that is really good at like manipulating you to where now you want to be quiet now you don't want to speak up and very recently like i realized Mm -hmm. it's so like you only hurt yourself by being quiet yeah half the time somebody's gonna change because they care about you and if the other half of the time they don't, then that's when you know you're wasting your time and you need to find somebody else that respects you. And it might be scary to, to speak up and tell somebody that you don't like something that they're doing. It's really scary. Even like I I feel like weird or like embarrassed to do it sometimes. But 
at the end of the day, it's the only way that shit's gonna get fixed. Like the the person that doesn't speak is not gonna get fed. Yeah, definitely. I used to be like that too because I used to be like in this mindset because my like I had a lot of relationships, not even like relationship relationships like that are romantic, but relationships and friendships and family where I used to not speak up because like it turned into this big argument and I was just like. I'd rather avoid the argument and not get into that deeply and just shut up because then it turns into this big bomb and then everybody thinks that I'm a big problem and it just turns in, I just make these big schemes in my head because I like to think ahead. So I was just like, just shut it up and deal with it and then we'll talk about it another time when he does it again, when they do it again. And, and then my, like, I also remember growing up that my dad would be like, you need to speak up because in this world, if you don't speak up, no one's going to listen to you. So, like, my dad used to make me stand in front and be like, speak. Like, and so, like, that kind of helped me. But what also helped me was me telling myself, how come I'm able to sit there and listen to somebody when they want to tell me stuff, but I need to shut up when I need to say something? Like, that's not fair to me. Do I really think that low of myself where I'm like, my feelings, my opinion don't matter? Like, no, that's not how I think of myself. I think of myself as someone highly, someone who's respectable, somebody who gives respect and deserves respect. So that's when I started talking because also, like, when I was told that they didn't understand what I was feeling because I never said anything, I felt like they also used that as an excuse, too, Mm -hmm. because some of the things that they would do that would bother me were pretty obvious. But since they knew that I wouldn't speak up, they were like, well, I didn't know, even though they kind of knew. Because of my body language. I think it's hard as a woman to really set boundaries and speak up because a lot of the times you're labeled as like emotional or a bitch. Yeah. When when men do it, it's because, oh, they're strong and they're like the leader or they're like the man of the house and they're telling you what they don't like. Yeah. And like it's really hard to feel like you're being like a problem. But honestly, it needs to be changed, and I feel like more women need to speak up because that's why the standards in men are, like, really lowering. I feel like a lot of guys think that they could get away with a lot because women aren't speaking up anymore. Yeah, and if that person leaves you, then that's fine because they never were meant for you. Like, I feel like a lot of men, a lot of women are scared to speak up because they're scared that their partner is going to leave them. Like, they're like, oh, if I push their buttons too much, because I used to think like that. I'm like, if I push their buttons like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's really scary. Yeah. It's like if I push their buttons too much, they're going to get pissed and they're just going to leave. Like, I should just shut up and just, like, wait until next time because they're already emotional. If they leave, they leave. Look what you're doing already. You're compromising yourself because you don't, you're scared that they're going to leave. That's already bad. And I think in the moment you think, oh, I won't find someone better or, like, you only think of the good stuff about them. But in reality, like, this world is so big you're going to find somebody that respects you and people that think like you. If they think your boundaries are stupid, somebody else is going to have the same boundaries as you and they're going to respect you so easily and you're going to just, you know, flow a lot easier. And, like, I think we're just, like, scared because we think that there's nothing out there but we just have to put ourselves out there and meet people and you're gonna find so many people that think like you yeah you're gonna find so many people that think like you and i know it's scary right now because you have this in your mind where you're like 
well, you can't guarantee me that. You can't reassure me that. I feel comfortable here. You're comfortable. That's why you're dealing with this. But you shouldn't feel comfortable. You should feel like you, you have options. And you do have options. You just don't know them because you're so caught up in the situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. So that I, I'm saying it because I've been that person where I'm like, just shut up, just shut up, just deal with it because nobody's going to, like, no one's going to deal with you or you have already gone this far with them. It's too late to drop them. Or what if they get somebody else gets the better version of them? All that work that you put into them doesn't matter. Doesn't freaking matter. There's going to be someone else that's better. You learn your lesson with that person and you let them go. Your lesson, every partner you've been with, you've learned something. You've grown. You've become someone different. I have a partner I've had. I've grown and I've become better a version of myself. I know what to do and what not to do. I know what boundaries to cross and what boundaries to cross. Like there's some things that you just need to establish and there's some things that you just need to let go. And that's just what it is. Do you feel like you've ever crossed someone's boundary? Like do you feel like you've been on the other side? Yeah, I feel like I have been on the other side. And um, I've apologized for it. Um, There wasn't the best of me. I was really young and naive. Um, I feel like I started crossing boundaries because they, they, I didn't know how to communicate. So I was just like, I'm just going to do what they do back to me. Mm-hmm. And like, at first it was like a cool little cat and mouse game. And then it got really like deep and then it got bad. So like, I should have just communicated. And if they didn't respect me enough, I should have just walked away because then it just started turning into who's more toxic. Oh, yeah. And that's not We've like, all been there. Yeah, and then that's crossing boundaries because yeah. you know that something like disrespects them and something you don't, does, doesn't like them. And um, you're only doing it because they're doing it to you. But you should have just communicated and walked away like the bigger person. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, now they get a label you as toxic too. Now they get a label you and say, well, you did this to me too. Mm-hmm. You should have just been the bigger person and been like, I'm not dealing with the shit. I'm walking away. You didn't respect me. You lose me. I'm not doing nothing. I didn't do nothing to you. You disrespected me. You lost me. Now you're on their level because you want to be like, ah, blah, 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 this and that. Like, it's just, it's just, it's, it's hard because your emotions take over you sometimes and you're just like enraged and you've already done something. There's a difference now if you've spoken about it multiple times and you communicate it, give them a little bit of a taste of their own medicine, but not too much. (laughs) (laughs) But like when it's like to like where when it's like getting really nasty to the point where I've never done this, but I've known people that are like he cheated. I'm going to go cheat worse. Mm -hmm. And it's like, no, don't do that. Now you're going to feel shitty for cheating because you weren't the one that initiated it. You're only doing for enragement. You're only doing that because you love that person so much that it hurt you. You're going to feel like crap. Walk away because at least you knew you didn't fuck up. Now he has that upper hand and say, well, you cheated too. Yeah. So what are you going to freaking argue about? Both (laughs) cheaters? (laughs) Both cheaters. Oh, my God. (laughs) (sighs) I think um, learning, just learning how to put your foot down, learning how to have non-negotiable boundaries makes you a stronger person. I think it's needed in every single part of your life. It's not even just like, oh, with relationships or, you know, it's literally at work. It's with your parents. It's with your family. It's with your partner, with your partner's family. Sometimes you have a fucking mother-in-law that's like doesn't understand boundaries either. Jesus Christ. I haven't had that. Thankfully, I've loved all my mother-in-laws. But Me too. (laughs) I feel like you've had one. The first one. I wanted you to be a mom. Oh, she crossed my boundaries, but I liked her. But she crossed my boundaries so bad. (laughs) 
so freaking bad. That lady wanted me to wipe her son's butt. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Like she, so her kid was bad, but when I, I every almost every like relationship I get into, the moms adore me. But it's because I kind of become mini mom, and it's gross. I like. Um, so with that guy, like he was so messed up that I was like helping him take him to school. I was making sure he was doing his homework, even though he was like super toxic and would disrespect a lot of people. Um, his mom was like, almost like saw me as this little guardian angel that she even started like not caring and leaning back. And whenever he was missing, she would blow up my phone and like tell me to go find him or whenever he wasn't doing homework or whenever he wasn't at school, she'd be like, find him. And it almost became too much. I started exploding. And then my little sister was like 14 at the time. She was 14. She was just like, Hey, what the hell? <laughs> what is wrong with that lady? Like, why did she call you like that? You're not her mom. And so she's like, not even my mom, like, calls me about, like, my siblings like that. Like, someone that is my blood. So it's, like, definitely, like, that, like, like you said, mothers-in-laws can cross boundaries. Of course, she, like, loved me to death because I was helping her raise her son. But, like, uh, it was just too much. It was just too much shit going on and like I, i'm sure a lot i thought it was cute at first but it was not cute like <laughs> there was no, no i i dated one guy that literally does not know the definition of a boundary i feel like <laughs> i'm still cool with him and his family so if they hear this i'm sorry but y'all know i've told them this a million times like his it wasn't like bad stuff like he was very re- mm, actually no well <laughs> There was a few things that I was always like, what the fuck is going on? Like, he, like he met my parents for the first time. Yeah. And he, like, walked into their room. Like, like I, I brought him over to meet them. And instead of him, like, waiting in the living room, like, and being like, okay, let me wait till your mom comes out. He walked into her room and said, hi, nice to meet you. And she was, like, getting ready. And she was like, hi. And it was, like, really weird because, like, naturally there's some people that don't understand boundaries. I don't know what happens in their childhood, but they don't comprehend that there's, like, very obvious boundaries that are put up like i don't know you why are you walking into my room yeah while i'm like changing yeah or like we had broken up and like we work together still and he would just like walk into my office and look through my cabinets and like because he was like looking for something and i'd be like why are you looking through my stuff and he's like what do you mean like we dated like and i'd be like yeah we dated like a year ago why are you looking through my things like it's like a lot of people don't have like common sense boundaries and it's kind of weird (laughs) or like i remember like he had like a female friend that he would like tell her our problems and she would tell her his problems from her relationship and like i would very obviously be bothered by it because like why the fuck are you doing that like that's so weird yeah that's so weird he would just be like what do you mean like it's just my friend and i'd be like just your friend that posts thirst traps all day that you like her pictures and you're telling her our relationship problems and she's telling you hers like that's weird like like i don't know (laughs) yeah and then not only that but like that speaking of like so i had a partner that had like an ex-best friend and had like a best friend if you have a best friend that's the opposite of gender that does not like your partner you're going to have to eventually choose yeah that's not it's it's you're gonna have to eventually choose because it's just gonna be cat and mouse like she did not like me and i don't even know why it was weird but like it's I, really hard to have like a friend of the opposite gender that doesn't like you it's possible but it's really rare 
And as a as a woman or even as a man, you can tell when somebody likes your partner. Yeah, I could tell. And, and like, I know he could tell too. That's the thing. Yeah, they I know, know he liked the attention because he was like kind of insecure. But like anyways, he um I remember like we were driving one time and he was like I told him I was like, you know what? I he ended up telling me a year and a half after we broke up that the reason why she didn't like me was because she was in love with him. And like I was like, that's weird because he had a thing with her best friend. Yeah, it was like weird. I was like, this this is like a huge mess. Like I'm not getting into that. But anyways, like boundaries, bro. Test boundaries. I would tell him, don't go talk about our relationship to somebody I think that obviously likes you, because they're just gonna bash me. Like this is gonna be an unbiased opinion. Light, yeah. Like, they're just going to see it as a bias. She was always talking about things that weren't real. So he would come and he would, like, come home and, like, say all these, like, things about me. And I'm like, those aren't true. And I need you to know that because she probably, like, this, there's something weird going on there. And, like, he eventually came up and, like, apologized. But if he would have just respected my boundaries, like I told him, I was like, first of all, like, you're not going to like it if I have a friend of the opposite sex that you don't like because they don't like you having on my ear all the time telling me stuff that's not true about you because you're going to one day believe it being told because you're when you're repeated something so often you're gonna believe it eventually yeah so like he would get it repeated so often. there was never never no evidence though there was never no evidence like it was just like word of mouth he got it repeated so often and if he would have just respected my boundaries that wouldn't have been an issue that would have never been an issue because like dead ass like i would just tell him like if you have something ask me about it don't ask somebody else about it if you hear something about it let me know because this is my life i know what i did and i was always super honest with them even if it hurt his feelings i was always super honest with him because i was just like that's how i roll like it is what it is but he like never did and so like he would kind of put himself in this little cage and like rattle himself up and then come and then just yell and i'd be like what the hell is even going on like i never even heard this stuff about me (laughs) like (laughs) you're gonna have to eventually (laughs) yeah so if you're in the if you're listening right now and you have a best friend that does not like your partner that you're gonna have to eventually pick because it's not it's not fun it's not fun and it sucks but i mean see which ones you're able to tell who's crossing whose boundaries and who's being who and pick the one that's being more honest because you're gonna end up losing in the end of the day yeah all right guys well just to wrap everything up what did we learn today was create those boundaries speak up make sure you know what your boundaries are speak up don't be afraid um obviously speak up respectfully and just find people that respect you um if you're listening this far um check out our next workshop we're doing a social media workshop on june 17th again at eileen entertainment we're gonna have our friend sophia bella we're gonna be learning everything from tiktok to reels to instagram how to turn um followers into sales and how to make sure that you're creating content ads all of that good stuff hell yeah um we're gonna have cheese and wine we have vip packages to where um i can sit down with you and create a good social media plan i know what not to do i know what i have failed at um and yeah we're just gonna be sharing our knowledge and right now everything is surrounded by social media social media is the way everybody's growing their business so it'll be a good um 
way to just grow and learn. Yeah, and if you're like out of state or you just can't make it, we also have Zoom available, so you're able to join us by Zoom. Um, we had really good feedback from our last class, so I think. I think yeah, we're just gonna keep doing these, and we hope to see you guys there. And thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Um, we're really surprised by all of the listens that we get and whoop all whoop. Of the feedback that we get. Me and Cindy both get like all these long ass messages about how people like really appreciate what we're talking about and what we're doing. So thank you guys for your support. Thank and everything. you so much. I appreciate it. And if we sounded a little more down this episode, I think it's because we didn't drink. We didn't use the gummy bear shot because we took a really bad gummy took, bear shot. We went to the day club. Was it yesterday? No, the day before yesterday. The day before yesterday. And we ordered gummy bear shots and like we're you, they're supposed to add strawberry puree in it and instead of strawberry puree she like switched it out for strawberry vodka so it was just one big ass <laughs> cup like, of vodka just big of different liquor. flavors <laughs> and I drank like three of them and like one mixed drink and I blacked out so yeah <laughs> <laughs> and like. Two days later, I'm, I still feel like shit. I have an electrolyte right here, right next to me. <laughs> and I don't want to drink for a little bit. Yeah, but Friday, we'll come back to our normal, cute little gummy bears. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank you guys for listening. We hope you have a great day. And make sure to be the best version of yourself. Y te decimos todo esto por tu bien. Por tu bien. <laughs> Bye.